Barrett is originally from Houston, Texas, and an alum of the University of Texas. After going on a mission trip to Indonesia, she recognized a call in her heart to serve college students through the Fellowship of Catholic University Students. Barrett now serves as a focused missionary at Central Connecticut State University in New Britain, Connecticut. If you find yourself on CCSU's campus, be sure to connect with Barrett for brunch. This is a Know His Love story. I think I'm thinking of two things. Well, before I met Jesus, I don't know. I I think in the moment I was like, my life is fine. I'm just kind of doing what everyone else is doing. I'm like making my parents happy. I have friends. I'm just kind of like beat bopping along, um, doing schoolwork and whatever. Um, but like in retrospect, it's like my life was just boring and um it was like meeting yeah like meeting Jesus like knowing God's love it like over time I like look back and I'm like yeah God went from being here like you know kind of near me to like being in my heart and not being like everywhere and so it's I think like Yeah, I've been praying consistently for the last decade um, since like November. And I've been like praying about that a lot. And just like, I don't, it's come to a point where I really don't remember um, initially what it was like not knowing God. But since being, um, yeah, in those 10 years, though, I've had um, kind of, yeah, a roller coaster relationship where God has been very consistent and I have been a brat and it's not that I'm like so there's this movie called 51st Dates and it has Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore in it and in the movie uh, Adam Sandler's character falls in love with with Drew Barrymore's character and he like meets her in a restaurant and they like have great conversation and just like exchange numbers and are supposed to meet the next day on a date and he comes back and she doesn't remember him and slowly he learns that she has you know this short-term memory loss and she can't remember anything before this like wacky car accident that she was in and so in the movie every day he comes because she comes here every day for breakfast and he comes back and he's just like trying to to win her love and to win her over because some days she's like you know like flirting back or whatever but other days she's like leave me alone you crazy person and I just feel like that's how God um is with me and that like especially as a missionary I can just go through the motions of oh yeah it's part of my day it's part of my schedule I'm actually required to pray every day or to go to mass every day and like pray there and like bring students and almost like keep an image. Um, and when that's happening, I just, I feel like dead inside and I feel like I get angry easier and I get more irritated, but then something happens. Like most recently I got typhoid fever on a mission trip. And 
<laughs> it was like, like, like God used that to give me the space to really reflect on like how, what is going on within me and to just kind of like reawake me and continue to like prove to me, like, I, I love you. I've loved you from the beginning of time. Like I will do anything to prove my love to you. Um, Oh, it changes everything. Like it, I can't, (laughs) I, I like can't listen to music. I can't like watch a movie. I can't read a book without thinking about like God's love for me. And I like, I, it's like, I can't unhear the gospel and I can't unsee it. And, um, it, it just like, it makes painful things easier. Like, it makes, it makes, like, looking back at, like, having typhoid fever, and I was, like, on this mission trip in Vietnam, and I was, like, so gross, just, like, so sick and couldn't sleep because I was just, like, constantly reacting to this fever, and I remember at one point just, like, praying, praying, and, like, the, like, the father telling me, like, you're my favorite, and I was, like, yeah, I am your favorite. Like, you're not asking anyone else to suffer in this way. And this is, like, how your son glorified you the most, was suffering and dying for us and, like, bleeding his blood so that I could have mercy, so that I could, like, know his love. And I don't know. It, it just, like, was this moment of, like, yeah, any anything that you do or or anything that you allow, if if to, if to love is to will the good of another – when you only love, if God, you are love, then anything that you allow is for me to know your love, for me to know your heart, for me to like be there. And so anything that comes my way is actually like an opportunity to love you more and a way for me to recognize your heart more. So I, I'm a, I'm a missionary and I work on a team and I, I lead a team. And sometimes I just feel like a mom to my teammates and when, you know, they, we, and we all like kind of like live in a community. And so when someone like says something, you know, not really thinking and like very hurtful or, and I'm also just like extra sensitive and I know that, um, but it, it, it changes the way that I see that it's less about how dare you say this to me or like make me feel this way. But like, thank you, Jesus, so that I, I could be scourged with you a little bit and bleed your blood here so that many can come to know you and many can come to know our father. Um, I don't know. It's like the, the perspective just changes. Yeah. Like God goes from being here to being everywhere. To be known as a child of God means, oh yes. To be known as a beloved child of God means that, yeah, no one, no one's opinion or like no one's take or like the identity that they're trying to give me. Right. Like I, I don't have to let that stick to me. It's because the only identity that matters is coming from my relationship with God. Um, that like my identity as beloved. Yeah. comes from the father. My identity as his daughter comes from the father. Um, and my, yeah, that I, the whole kingdom is like within my heart, like that his whole, the whole Trinity dwells within me, that my heart is his favorite heaven and that he's always with me. And he's like inviting me 
just to, to play and to just be and to receive from him and not to control, not to grasp, but yeah, he's my father and good fathers give good gifts. And all he does is like, yeah, ravish me with gifts. And he just, um, yeah, that every interaction with another person, because I'm his beloved daughter and because everyone is meant, you know, to claim that in their, like through baptism and then to claim um, that they're a beloved son or a beloved daughter, that it's just, yeah, it's meeting, meeting other parts of the kingdom and helping bring light to the kingdom that's already here on earth, you know, and like not, um, and like reclaim it, like reclaim the world. So to be a daughter is to play and be a warrior. (laughs) I, okay. This is going to sound kind of crazy, but there's kind of two ways (laughs) that like, that are like my favorite of how God expresses his love for me. And honestly, one of them is when I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I get injured a lot and sick a lot. And from like different things, like in quarantine, I sliced my hand open while making dinner for my team and I had to get stitches. And yeah, like in suffering, it's just, it's so like physical pain. It, it's like, um, no, it, I think that like the, the opportunity to like, to give back to the father everything and to be able to show that to others. Um, like that's a huge sign of his love for me because he's like entrusting some sort of mission to me and trust, which he entrusts to all of us. Um, but I also, yeah, a way that the, the, that's a favorite that the father like expresses his love for me is through flowers. Um, and that I, yeah, I, for the last, I don't know how many years, when did I graduate from college? Like 2016. Um, so for the last four years, five years, because it's in college that this started, I started, he started to show me just my heart as this like blush pink rose and just kind of showing me this imagery of like when my heart is in full bloom. Like I'm abiding most as his daughter. And in that too, you can like see, you know, on petals, when a, when a, when a rose is in full bloom, you see on the petals, like when it hasn't been like receiving, you know, enough water, um, you can tell like when it's been in the sun too long, um, but it's still beautiful, even with all of those imperfections and like the aroma like of it is like the strongest. Um, and it's just like very inviting to what's at the center, what's at the core. Um, And so for me, like, it's like the most inviting for people to like be invited to know the love of the father. And it's, you know, you also see, you know, their thorns, whatever leaves hiding them. Um, But yeah, through flowers, like the Lord has really like spoken to me and really spoken to my heart, like where I see them like specifically this like blush pink I'm like ah yes like the like god you are here with me it's like him reminding me like you're not alone right now um on the way to mass this morning we drove by a house that had um a you know a rose bush in front of it and it was just automatic like uh yep we're coming to see you I'm coming to love you and to adore you and 
different people are different flowers. And when I see these different flowers, he's asking me to like pray for specific people. Um, and it's almost like this, this secret language of my heart <laughs> with him. Um, and yeah, he's, it's not just like him saying like, I love you, but like, I, I love you and you're special to me and I've chosen you. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm crazy about you, my daughter. To the person who does not yet know the love of the father, I would say part, in a particular way, <laughs> but it is particularly for them that his love yeah, that he wants to love them in a unique and special and chosen way. Um, I would say just pause and rest. You know, go to the chapel. Go somewhere that's quiet. If you're scared, bring a friend. <laughs> because it could be scary if you've never been. Because it's only because it's unfamiliar. And um, just be with him. And... Just know that, I don't know, we say that we are searching, we say that we're, um, I don't know, we like want this like proof of his love for us. I, I want God to prove that he loves me every second of every day because um, <laughs> I'm needy, but like that that need is good, right? It's not, it doesn't make you unworthy because you need God. He, he wants us to need him. He, and he wants us and loves us in a way that it looks like he actually needs us more. Um, and he, he's just, yeah, he's so crazy about you and he, he wants to give you everything. He wants to speak in a particular way to your heart. Um, but he's also respectful and he allows us to choose. And it doesn't mean that he's not speaking to you right now. It doesn't mean that he's not chasing after you right now. He's there. He's just waiting for you to pause and to look at him and to meet his gaze again. Um, because you were made for him. He created you out of love. He created you for love. And you can hear that in any honestly, any modern pop, like pop song, um, because it's just the broken human heart that recognizes its need, but is not looking in the right place. And we have to be patient and merciful towards ourselves. You have to be patient and merciful with yourself to recognize that it's not, it's not your fault, you know, that this is hard to hear and hard to understand. Um, and we can't blame anyone else. You can't blame, you know, well, my priest never taught me this when I was little or my parents didn't teach me, but just recognizing that like the world, the world gave them something that wasn't true and beautiful and good. And it was disordered and it was passed on to you. But in this moment, you have the choice to let, let the father reorder it so that you can hear him and know his love in that way that he has been dying to speak it just to you. And uh, yeah, just the, the beauty of, I think it was St. Teresa of Avila who 
Jesus had told, like, I would, I I would, you know, recreate the whole world, do all this again, just for you to like, say that you love me just one time. And, um, that's, it's true for everyone. And in a special way, like for you. Thank you.